part six of work of the sisters during the epidemic of influenza october nineteen eighteen by francis edward tersher this librivox recording is in the public domain part six st malachy's one case is reported where an old grandmother of eighty was trying to do the housework and care for a family of six father mother and four children all very ill the sisters took charge of this house supplying food and bedclothes for the comfort of the sick and succeeded in nursing all back to health but one child who died another case is given of a poor widowed mother and three children ranging in age from two to six years the sisters found them living in one room conditions here were pitiable a bed a crib a stove a bureau unwashed dishes and cans made up the furniture and adornment of this poor little home all the patients were in bed wearing the clothing which they had on when taken sick trying to keep warm the poor mother was covered with a blanket badly worn the children with an old coat the sisters cleaned and put the room in order prepared the mother to receive the sacraments and cared for the family until all were on the way to recovery in the meantime the diet and food for the sick were carried to them daily from the convent st margaret's norbeth in one home father and mother and four children were all sick when the sisters who were called to this house arrived they found that one of the children a girl of fourteen had just died after receiving the sacraments the body was awaiting burial but the sick required first attention the father was very sick the sisters nursed and cared for this family for two weeks all excepting the little girl recovered and the sister has noted that the father is spiritually and morally a better man since this trial of sickness our lady of lourdes a description is given of a poor family french just come from canada they could speak hardly a word of english the sisters found the mother and four children suffering from influenza the house was totally unfurnished on a mattress placed on the floor lay a little baby with very little clothing the sisters went out to neighbors and begged beds and linens and after a few hours they had the little home fit at least for human habitation all here recovered and are very grateful to the sisters from misericordia hospital comes a description of two pathetic cases one in which the father and mother of a family of eight ranging in age from three weeks to ten years had both contracted the disease with usual complications pneumonia they were brought into the hospital on a double stretcher the mother died on the second day just as the father was passing through his crisis when he recovered consciousness there were eager questions about his wife but her body was resting quietly in the grave long before the truth could be made known to him and the children the catholic home bureau received many like these the other is the case of a young orphan girl of eighteen a stenographer in one of our large corporations she was far advanced in the disease when admitted and her little white bed was surrounded by a portable screen to shield her from the surrounding patients during the night her delirium was frightful and it became necessary to restrain both wrists and ankles for three days and nights she hung between life and death not remaining quiet for one minute about half-past two in the morning of the fourth day the sister on night duty heard the most pitiful cry and hastening over to the little sufferer just returned to consciousness 
heard the heart-rending question sister what did i ever do that they did this to me take them off oh sister won't you take them off seeing that her mind was quite clear and that her temperature had returned to normal the sister freed her from the bonds which shielded her from danger during delirium and in a few days the little patient had fully recovered mother of god counsel bryn mawr the sisters at bryn mawr were called by local physicians and representatives of the red cross to serve in the bryn mawr emergency in conjunction with the sisters of the immaculate heart st catherine's wayne and sisters of mercy at rosemont the shifts were divided into two for the day one at night eight a m to one p m one p m to seven p m and the night vigil from seven p m to eight a m about one hundred cases of influenza were treated here twenty deaths out of this one hundred are reported the most serious cases usually of violent delirium and the deaths were mainly of foreigners the sisters served two weeks in this emergency two of the sisters were called also for outside work one at the mater misericordiae academy marion the other to care for the sick in private homes sisters of notre dame de namur fifteen of the sisters of notre dame de namur from their convent academy west rittenhouse square served night and day at the emergency established in the old medical chirurgical eighteenth and cherry streets from october ten to october twenty sixth ten of the sisters were in attendance during the day shift five at night during the first two weeks the shifts were twelve hours after that they were changed to eight hours the first request for help came on the afternoon of october tenth the sisters were on duty that same night the need of the sisters services was quite patent each ward as described in the report of the sisters contained about fifty to fifty-five patients under the care of one trained nurse and one sometimes two sisters in addition to these were the doctors senior medical students and orderlies the doctors and nurses seemed very sincere in noting what they called the earnestness fidelity and care of the sisters work and the influence of their presence upon troublesome or intractable patients it was remarked that the sisters did not have to be told what was to be done they saw what was needed and did it quietly and promptly there was a noticeable respect and veneration for the habit and profession of religion among all catholics and non-catholics which remains with the sisters one of the most consoling memories of the days of the epidemic many letters were received by the sisters of acknowledgment and kind appreciation from patients and friends of those who were under their care at the hospital two of the sisters contracted the disease though the malady developed only in its milder form they had fully recovered and were back at regular school work when this report was made to the compiler december seventh nineteen eighteen pottsville three hospitals in pottsville were served night and day by eight sisters of st joseph from st patrick's convent pottsville six sisters of the same order from st mary's convent st clair and ten sisters of the immaculate heart this number was later increased to fourteen from philadelphia these hospitals were the pottsville general hospital the armory emergency and the millican home emergency this latter is the residence of a wealthy family and was turned over for the use of the influenza victims during the epidemic 
at the armory emergency six sisters of st joseph from st clair were on night duty this appears to refer to a time earlier than the arrival of the relief corps of sisters of the immaculate heart sent from philadelphia october ten there were one hundred and twenty-five in this emergency under the care of five doctors and five trained nurses but about three-fourths of the patients were in a dying condition fifteen out of every twenty the doctor said would die fourteen men and two women died during the sisters first night in attendance about one-half of those in the hospital were foreigners and nearly all catholics many had not received the sacraments and could not speak english the sisters sent for priests who could hear their confessions the slavish and lithuanian priests were sick in bed however the sisters reached a greek priest in new philadelphia who came and prepared twenty men for death between the hours of eleven p m and four a m the pottsville priests were marvels of self-sacrifice in their attendance the red cross gave the sisters a lunch at eleven o'clock in order to enable them to receive holy communion in the morning before going to rest in caring for private families the sisters found in one home a mother and seven children all ill who had been left without medical attendance or care for several days the mother died despite all the sisters could do to save her and the seven children with many others left orphans under like conditions were later placed in suitable catholic homes one case is reported of the non-catholic wife of a man catholic she was dying none of her own relatives would go near her the sisters knelt beside her making aspirations and acts of contrition which she repeated until she died many it is stated died absolutely of starvation and want of care often the sisters in the hospitals had to get the bodies ready for the morgue to wrap them in blankets and tag them and then prepare the bed for another half dead waiting for a place as we entered the armory writes one sister we saw a poor woman just breathing her last sister hurried to her side just in time to say my jesus mercy she had not received the last sacraments after the sisters entered on their duties no catholic thank god died without the sacraments the nurses would bring the sisters word to see to the spiritual help of certain patients whose families had sent a special request that the sisters be with them in their agony the relatives in these cases could not come being ill or in attendance on the dead or dying of their own homes being short of help the authorities sent to the armory some men from the county jail one of these came to sister and said sister please give me a rosary she gave it to him also a medal of our blessed mother and pinned on him a sacred heart badge he then said to her sister my time will be up on december first and when i come out i'm going to be a different man another sister writes when volunteers were called for to serve in Milliken's Hospital, Pottsville, I went into the chapel and offered my life and my work into our Lord's hands. We, too, started at 8 p.m. What sights and sounds met us as we entered that room where 84 patients were moaning and crying for help? There were about 40 babies in one room, all crying and perfectly helpless, their ages ranging from six days to two and a half years we began at once on our appointed work and you may be sure none died without the sacraments 
all night long we were kept moving by appeals for water ice and other needful things with only the wish that hands and feet could be multiplied so many foreigners were among the sick one pitied them all the more because they could not make known their wants some were so far gone that worms were crawling out of their mouths one morning when i was combing a woman's hair she coughed and putting in her hand pulled out a worm that seemed to me a yard long nor were worms the only kind of vermin crawling about and the poor babies one could not tell at first whether they were black or white one woman refused her baby when it was taken to her not recognizing it after it had been washed all night long both men and women would call for the sisters just to be near me sister then i can die happy one poor woman in her agony said oh sister tell me something about god and heaven and hold my baby so i can see it the baby was only six days old she died gazing on it and repeating the holy name of jesus how many we prepared for death here i could not tell you both soul and body for we had to wash them after death tie up the chins and close their eyes one poor syrian whom the men were carrying out as dead to the tent turned over and said i'm dead in fright the men dropped the stretcher and ran away going back they found him really dead one night a nurse came very kindly to us and said she would like to put some alcohol on our masks to make sure they were safe she picked up a bottle on a table nearby and went to each sister moistening her mask when she reached the last sister looked at the bottle and found it marked madame cecilia's worm remedy a new york doctor who volunteered his services in these desperate conditions worked incessantly for fifty-six hours and then was himself a victim of the dread disease he insisted that the sisters attend him because he said they were quiet and did exactly as the doctors told them he grew worse and called for the sisters to pray with him he repeated after sister the acts of faith hope and contrition and although a non-catholic he died pressing the sacred heart badge to his lips and saying my jesus mercy many other non-catholics in that hospital died showing like dispositions all around us were struck and greatly edified at the way our catholic people died and at the self-sacrifice of the priests in assisting them when the reopening of the schools called us from the work the head nurse urged us to remain one poor italian woman who had a beautiful voice used in her delirium to chant the litanies the ave maria and the salve regina a catholic nurse who became ill and who was being prepared for death was in the room with another nurse a lutheran and was somewhat alarmed about going to confession so near her companion we explained to the lutheran who kindly consented to put her hands over her ears and cover her head with a double blanket we were told that a poor man was dying we went to him and found a minister by his bed the patient asked for a priest a sister then went to call the priest but the minister said there is no use in calling the priest the man has been a drunkard and it is too late now for him to turn to the lord sister replied the priest was ordained for the sake of sinners and our lord has given him power to forgive all kinds of sin the priest came at ten p m and administered the last sacraments the trained nurses were especially kind in showing the sisters untrained as to nursing what to do and how to do it 
one of the sisters used to say jestingly we can do everything now in the line of nursing from attending to newborn babies to putting bodies into the coffin several ladies the wives of city officials who came to see how matters were progressing and to render service if possible stayed by the sisters as they were assisting the patients in their agony and were greatly struck by the beauty and significance of the prayers said some even said that they would like to die so peaceful a death as those they saw and would be glad to have the sisters to assist them one poor patient a protestant was so violent that she had to be strapped in bed the minister came to see her at once the next day she was so weak sister spoke to her of death she replied that she was suffering so much she was not afraid to die sister then spoke to her of god and our lord's suffering and death taught her aspirations and the act of contrition which she repeated with great fervour from that time until she died she never ceased saying my jesus mercy forgive me my sins father into thy hands i commend my spirit lord jesus receive my soul one night two sisters who were to go on night duty at the armory were ill and the superior would not let them go soon came a hurry call saying that the sisters were needed the superior replied that they were ill and she feared to let them out that night oh you must send some sister the nurse replied we can't get along without them they are better here than the police afterwards she explained that the sisters did not act as policemen but that when they came and went quietly and diligently to their work other nurses were loath to be behind them one poor patient begged the sister to accept some money in return for their services she told him the sisters worked not for money but for the love of god then he said very earnestly and sincerely sisters how do you get it the mystery of god's grace end of part six